Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Double Play Podcast. I'm Camden Pomeroy, joined by Harrison Mansfield. We're going to be your co-hosts, and we're going to cover every or all things sports. A little bit about us, though. Me and Harrison, or Harrison and I, are big Boston sports fans. Our only difference is Harrison is a Patriots fan, and I'm I'm not. I'm a Washington Redskins fan. Big Pats fan. So we're going to take you all around major sports and give you our opinion on all the sports, including Boston itself. So we're going to start off today with the NBA playoffs, because we know that's a big storyline, as we got game five tonight between the Bucks and Raptors. Uh, Harrison, so I'm going to ask you first, who you think wins tonight and why? I have the Bucks winning as a... As we've seen, the home uh, home teams basically dominated every single game, and uh, obviously Giannis was being covered by Kawhi. And he wasn't doing very well, and uh, other guys they were really switching up on, on Giannis a lot. But I have a uh, yeah, I have the Bucks, the home team winning tonight. Just probably it's probably gonna be a close game, but I think the Bucks will be able to uh, cover. Yeah, I feel like the Bucks definitely have the upper hand tonight. But so one thing we're gonna do every time we have one of these episodes is we're gonna give a stat of the day, and the stat of the day today is about the game tonight when Giannis is being covered by Kawhi Leonard. He is five in games three and four because that's when he really started to cover him. He's five of nineteen with two assists and four turnovers, and during those two games when he's being guarded by anyone not named Kawhi Leonard, he's nine of fourteen with ten assists. And eight turnovers. So Kawhi Leonard being on him definitely changes the look of the series. I'm not 100% sure on if that gives the Raptors the edge tonight. But I think the Bucks will probably win tonight. I think it's going to go seven games, though. You think it'll go seven? Yeah, I agree with that. Probably seven. I think the home team will win every game. I think the Bucks will edge it out at the end. But uh, it's, it's been a good series so far. Hopefully, hopefully that continues. Yeah, and that brings me to my next point on the... NBA, will either of these teams, you said Bucks are going to win it, so I'll ask you, will the Bucks challenge the Warriors for the NBA title? Well, I thought the Bucks were going to, I thought the Bucks were going to sweep, honestly. Maybe not sweep, but five, six games, and uh, the Raptors have, have come back pretty strong, but I see, uh, I don't see, if the Bucks pass, or even if the Raptors pass, I don't think, uh, no, I think the Warriors will win five games, maybe six games if the Bucks are playing. But I think the Warriors are too dominant, even without KD. I think they might be better without KD because they're so free-flowing. Uh, Draymond Green really can do whatever he wants as he's had basically a triple – he's averaged a triple-double last series, I think. So I think, yeah, I think the Warriors win five games or six games depending on the opponent next series. Yeah, the thing about the Bucks is they're – I mean, they go as far as Giannis will take them. And like the Warriors, that's just not the case. Where if Steph isn't playing well, Clay's gonna score forty, and Draymond's doing. Draymond's actually playing better than I think I've ever seen him play. Yeah, that is one thing though. I don't know. I don't know on the on the uh, on the Warriors who would cover Giannis. I think that'd be hard for them. But I think Draymond. Well, if Kawhi's doing it, Kawhi's. Would you say Kawhi's better defender than Draymond? I think Kawhi. I think Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi's. I think Kawhi's the best defensive small forward in the league, and he's obviously worked on his offensive game a lot, but. Kawhi is definitely a, he's definitely a good defender, and I think he's a better defender against Giannis than Draymond could be. Because we've heard Draymond say that he's the best defender of all time, and I 
I, I yeah, I don't think that's accurate. As uh, as Drake said in one of his songs, uh, Draymond's a little chubby, so I don't think Giannis would uh, have much trouble. Getting yeah, him. Giannis is definitely faster, but I mean I don't know. It seems like even the Celtics, with like in Game One where they put like the wall around Giannis and made everyone else beat them, that it's like I don't know. I feel like the Bucks wouldn't be able to score with the Warriors. And the Raptors, probably not either. I like both supporting casts better than the Warriors. Warriors starting five is just too good. But yeah. the other teams definitely have the edge and depth. Well, yeah, even with the Raptors playing good defense for uh, the past two games, I think. maybe Yeah, two games against uh, Giannis. They've been switching it up a lot. Like Norman Powell's been playing a lot. Leonard's been obviously on him a lot. And a couple other guys, Siakam, they've, always, they've been switching a lot, but... If you're the Warriors, I don't know who you're going to be able to switch. I don't know if Kawhi's strong, or I don't know if, uh, excuse me, I don't know if uh, Clay's strong enough. Steph obviously can't guard him. I don't know if Looney's quick enough, and Draymond's right in the middle. And if KD's hurt, he definitely can't guard him. He's never been a good defender. And if he, yeah, I'm not sure who's uh, on the Warriors is going to guard them, but I think I think the Warriors will. Their offense prevails. Yeah, if the Raptors were to make it, I think the key to that series would probably be Marcus All. Because I don't, I think Marcus All was he was like all pro until he went to the Raptors, and then he kind of fell off the map a little bit. But if he was up against Ke- uh, Looney, I'm pretty sure he could score nine times out of ten. So yeah, I mean, and Brooke Lopez. I mean, the thing about him is he's shooting so many threes now that like I I don't know. But definitely Warriors, I think, will win again. They're in the finals for the fifth straight time. I'm pretty sure they're going to pull it out. So one more thing for basketball. Like I said, we're big Boston sports fans, so big Celtics fans. Pretty disappointed with how the season ended. So we're going to talk about them for a few minutes. The big question is, what do you want the Celtics to do in the offseason? A lot of things. I uh, Honestly, I always wanted Kyrie to come back. But after the playoffs, after what he's been saying, I'm not really sure if I want Kyrie back. And We have a lot of draft picks. We could trade those. Anthony Davis is out there. There's a lot of free agents. doesn't seem like they want to come here. But I don't know what I, I, don't, I don't really know what I want them to do. I don't really know if I want Kyrie anymore, which is kind of disappointing. But he's really he really disappointed, disappointed me with his play in the uh, playoffs. For the entire NBA season, every one of my like friends, everyone who told me, wanted the Celtics to get rid of Kyrie. And I told them, no matter what, I wanted Kyrie Irving back until I saw him play in games four and five. And he just didn't want it at all. So, I, I mean... Yeah, even after one of the games, he said, I don't care. It doesn't matter how I shoot. Well, yes, it does. You're not going to win games if you go, what was it, eight for 21 or... Yeah, he said it would never happen again, and then he shot worse the next game. I Yeah, I think they need to move on from him. My instant reaction to losing to the Bucks was, I want Isaiah Thomas back. I don't know how... I don't know how productive he will be, like, with his injuries and stuff. But I definitely... I just like his passion a lot more than Kyrie Irving. He's a lot more fun to watch, I mean, like, heart-wise. I mean, obviously Kyrie's the more gifted basketball player, but... So take Kyrie out of it. Say he leaves. What else do the Celtics need to do in order to get back to the well, NBA Finals? What's their highest draft pick? Is it 12, 15? I think it's 14, last pick in the lottery. 14, so I, mean, I don't think they're going to get anything great with that. Cause yeah, that's another thing. This great. draft is not deep at all. Not good at all, yeah. The top, like, f- four or five. You got Zion, Morant, Zion, Morant, Barrett, 
And if you even want to throw, like, reddish and, reddish and culver, culver yeah. in there. But, I mean... Maybe Colby White could be good, but... Yeah, I'm not sure. We've been talking up the Celtics having all these draft picks, and it all happens to come in this year when there's really no depth at yeah, all. So. Three first-round picks, I think one second. It's not a great not a great draft, but hopefully the management can figure something out. Because uh, we all know Danny Ainge wants to win now. He thinks that core group that he has mm-hmm. with Tatum, and Tatum, he loves Smart, and Brown, all of them, and Horford, he loves Horford. I don't know if... He's gonna he's gonna try to wheel and deal a little, a little bit, but uh, we'll see we'll see what he see, yeah. see what he has up his And the last thing with the Celtics we'll talk about is um, a lot of people are like don't want Gordon Hayward back. Where are you on the on the Gordon Hayward train? I think he'll. <laughs> I think I he didn't play good this season. Obviously, he could have done a lot better. But after that injury, I think he's gonna do better. But I don't I don't think he's gonna be back to his uh, Utah form. I definitely don't think that. I I have been a huge Gordon Hayward guy for, for like I've been cutting him a lot of slack because of like the injury and all that stuff, but I'm saying if you take Kyrie out of it and Gordon's like, he's back in the starting lineup and he's like a legitimate scoring option. I think you'll definitely see the production rise back up. I don't know if he'll, I mean I think there's too many people around him to get back to that Utah like scoring production, but I think he can definitely be a key like piece to what the Celtics are trying to do. Yeah, I agree. But if you have if you have Rozier, if you have if you bring it back the same team without Kyrie, you're not gonna win a championship. Yeah, no, definitely not. All the super teams that are gonna be with like, who knows? It could be LeBron, Kawhi, and Kyrie. We have no idea. Or well, yeah. Davis and Kevin Durant. We're hearing Kevin Durant's gone from Golden State. We're hearing Kyrie's gone. Kawhi, we don't know what he's gonna do. There's a lot of superstars on the move, and you gotta like think at least two of them are gonna team up. Yeah, I think uh I think the playoffs could help Toronto's chances for uh for Kawhi. I don't know if Drake on the sidelines is helping that at all. Misogyny, I'd like to see Kawhi stay. But, uh, arms, but... As a Celtics fan I think it'd be cool to see Kawhi stay in Toronto because they've like pretty much fallen in love with him there. But I feel like he's I don't know. As long as he doesn't go to the Lakers, if he goes to the Clippers, like I'd be cool with that. It's I don't know. He's I feel like he's gonna be on the move though. Along with KD and Kyrie. I honestly think uh, the Clippers might be the more intriguing uh, spot now. Yeah, definitely. Because all the drama that's going on with Magic leaving, Mm -hmm. all the management issues there, and Magic's coming out in first take talking about all the crap that he had to go through there, and people talking behind his back. I think he said LeBron's going to win another chip, but I'm not sure about that with the current state of that roster. Clay Thompson, big free agent, too. He's actually really really good and he could really change the the tide of the nba if he leaves the warriors not sure if he will but he can if he leaves there so that's it for basketball for now we both think the warriors will win it all you said bucks are going to win in seven i think the raptors are actually going to pull it out i think Kawhi's just i think he's going to outplay Giannis the rest of the way so now we're going to turn to the nhl playoffs where the boston bruins playing the St. Louis Blues in the Stanley Cup final. So, Harrison, I want to know who brings home the cup and why. It's going to be tough. The Bruins uh the Bruins obviously dominated last series when 4-0, pretty pretty easy every single game honestly. But the Blues are the Blues are a good team. They uh, their goal is on fire Bennington. He's actually the only reason he they made the playoffs. They were, I think, they were either five hundred or below five hundred, and he came in because their goalie was playing 
awful. And Rask he, has been playing really good, yeah, too. Yeah, Rask though. has been playing amazing. But Binghamton's the reason they got there. He went absolutely insane in the regular season. Now now in the playoffs, he's he's playing great, too. And San Jose, the only reason San Jose was even in the conference finals is because they got, like, five 10-minute penalties against the other team, like the Vegas Knights. They should have won. The other team they played, I think that maybe the Flames or one other team, they got absolutely torched. And in the series, the hand pass, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, no, I, I saw that one. The Blues the Blues easily could have swept. I mean, the last couple of games, San Jose absolutely got dominated by the Blues. So, I mean, and like they had guys like Tarasenko, Braden Shen, Petrangelo, Bozak, tons of guys. Their defense isn't great, but I think uh, – yeah, Bennington, the goal is Bennington and Rask are going to be the keys. I think Rask playing lights out. I hope the uh, couple weeks he had off don't mess yeah, him up. No, definitely all. a huge layoff there. It seems to, I mean, that seems to be it. The yeah. goal is determined overall who wins the series. But I think I think Bruins, I think Bruins will pull it out. I think they're playing amazing. I think everyone, everything's clicking. Even their fourth line's getting a ton of goals. Rask is playing out of his mind. Char will be back even though he missed that last game. Yeah, that was that was a really impressive series. It, yeah, I say uh, Bruins and Bruins and six, I think. Yeah, I think that's a valid prediction. The last series they played like they did when they were on that huge winning streak, but um, yeah, I think they definitely will end up winning the series overall. I think Bergeron, Pasternak, and Marchand are just a really good big three. Compared to the other teams in the NHL, I think they'll definitely. It's good to see Pasternak. Finally, coming into his coming into himself as the uh, he was turning over every single. Yeah, no, they were like calling for his head almost at the beginning of the playoffs. He was playing so bad; it was almost the worst I've ever seen him play. But he's starting to pick it up a little bit. He had two goals, I think, in the either game three or game four. So he's uh yeah he's playing a lot better. The whole line's playing better, and Rask is just the confidence Rask has is it's great to see. It's like Tim Thomas esque in uh, 2011. So it's good to. Fun yeah, Bruins are favored in the series, right? Yeah, I think it's one. I think oh, it opened at one fifty. I'm not. I'm not sure what it is now, but yeah. One thing I forgot to mention is we will be discussing sports betting, like sports odds and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we'll have a segment for that. So if we we like to like go back to the odds and stuff like that. So Bruins are definitely. I know they're favored. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure what the odds were. But. Opened is one fifty. So. I know that, at least. Yeah, so they're favored, and we both think they'll bring home the cup back to Boston for the third championship in Boston of the year. It's been about, like, four months since the last one, so it's, it's been a while. Yeah, us. Red Sox dominant last year, Patriots with a big run, and now the Bruins. Celtics, disappointments, yeah, it's, but... We it's, were hoping for the full sweep, but that didn't happen. Yeah, if... yeah, I would have loved to see the Celtics win it, but I, I don't think they ever really had a shot. No. So that's all for hockey today. We're going to shift over to MLB, where we're going to start off by talking as the MLB as a whole, and then we'll shift over to our view on the Red Sox for a little bit. So I want for the first question is, who has had the most impressive start so far? Impressive? I would say, I mean, do you want a team or do you want a player? Um, we'll, go, we'll go a team and a player. All right, well, player, I would say... Oh, that's tough. There's so many. I mean, Brian Brian changed the handle on his bat. Chris Bryant, he's a with the axe handle. He's batting like seven hundred. But in total, I'd say Ballinger or uh, 
Bellinger, Yelich. Yelich just has like 19 home runs. Got Bellinger is still hitting 394, yeah, 394. And it's like getting dangerously that's, close that's to insane. like. That's insane. That's I would say Bellinger just because his average is, it's so high. Like how do you do that? For In 170 at bats, Bellinger is hitting 394, 17 homers, and 44 RBIs. Yeah, that's that's insane. Springer is probably the front runner for AL MVP right now. He's playing out of his mind as well. Yeah, I would yeah, say... Yeah, no, he, I, Bellinger's I playing Bellinger. out of his mind. I'd say Bellinger as a player. For a team, I'd probably say the Dodgers, too. They basically win every game they play. Or Houston. They just had a big 10-game win streak until our Boston Red Sox broke that. But, um, yeah, the, the Houston Astros are a great dominant team, too. They already have, like, a 10-game lead. The odds on that division are basically going to close before Memorial Day. So yeah, no, it's not even close. It's a complete joke, really, but... Yeah, I would say Dodgers or Astros are both the two dominant teams. I think that's what we expected, but the best start for them so far, definitely. Yeah, I agree with those two. But for um player for me, it's going to be Josh Bell, first baseman for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Last season, he he wasn't hor- I mean, he wasn't bad. He hit 261, but this year, uh what are we? Late May, he's hitting 339 with 16 homers and 47 RBIs. Yeah, he's hit. Yeah, I actually forgot about him, but he's had some. Un- he's had unreal power too. It's the, crazy. Do the Pirates have a winning record too? I think they do. Um, they Pittsburgh's twenty five and twenty two. Yeah, three and a half good, out of first place. They're a very good team, so he must be. He's carrying the load there, but he's uh he's playing out of his mind. Obviously, he had a lot of untapped potential, and uh, he's shown that right now. I guess. Yeah, they're only three and a half out of that division. I mean, we probably predicted what Brewers were going to win the division. They're a game and a half behind the Cubs. Cubs playing really well too. But so you said Dodgers and Astros for uh, most impressive start. Yeah, I probably. I mean, Yankees have. A, I mean, much as I hate to say it, Yankees and Rays have had really impressive starts. Yeah, I would say yeah. The Yankees with the people are calling. Actually, Glaber Torres just said today, he's the people are calling them the Triple A team. He, he's like the Triple A team in first place now, and they are in first place. They've been playing amazing. Yeah, they're up two and a half games on the Rays now, but yeah. they've. They have, like, literally half of their 40-man roster on the injured yeah, list. all their best players, too. Uh, a couple of them. Stan, Judge, Severino. Um, I mean, Andujar's out for the year. Out for the year, yeah. Hicks just came back, I'm pretty sure. Sanchez was out for a while. Tanaka's back, I think. But, yeah, they're 9-1 in their last 10. Yeah, I'd also say the Cubs. The Cubs are, uh, I think they lost their, they, they were at a losing record for a little bit, but they are, they're, like, 30 and something, or 20 and twenty and 5 or something like that since the start of, like, the last three series of the season. They've been on a crazy roll, even though they lost. They lost a couple to the Phillies this week, but they've uh, they've been playing great. And they, a couple guys were hurt for them, too. They're coming back, and it's good to see Javi Baez back after his little injury. But, yeah, they've been playing amazing. Yeah, one thing about the Yankees' impressive start is – so they're – they're twenty and five against the Orioles, Royals, Angels, Giants, and Mariners. That's the, probably like the weakest of the week in the MLB. Their combined winning percentage is four oh two, so significantly under five hundred. And they're thirteen and twelve against everyone else. So I mean, yeah, their their record's extremely good, and they're playing well without like they're beating up on bad teams, which you should do. I'm not going to knock them for that, but. I want to see when they face, like, you know, the Red Sox in July and stuff like that. And then the next question for uh, the MLB is the biggest surprise. We'll give one player and one team. 
Uh, biggest. I wouldn't say it's a surprise, but the tw- I'd say the Twins are the Twins are playing great. Yeah. No, they're yeah they're a really good. Yeah, the Twins are playing amazing. Thirty-two right and sixteen. Yeah. They, what's their lead in the division? Seven games. Yeah, on it's the huge. Indians. Yeah. The Twins are playing. They're playing lights out. I don't think they're the. Fa- they might have been the favorite. No, the like Indians, right? Indians. Indians. I mean, it was close. I think because the Indians lost a lot, but yeah, they. The Indians, yeah, they weren't even the Twins weren't even the favorite to win the division. So yeah, they're. I think they're the, my biggest surprise for a team at least. Yeah, I'd say they're probably the biggest surprise in the MLB. I could. I mean, you could say the Pirates are also a surprise, and I wouldn't say it's the biggest surprise, but the Padres are still hanging around. I mean, yeah, they're six games out, but they're behind the Dodgers, who's like, like we said, the best, probably the best team. One game out of the wild card. I know it's kind of early. We're talking about the wild card, but bringing in Machado, they were kind of like, all right, we can kind of contend now. And you know, like Tatis Jr. is good, and Paddock is pitching really good. Probably front runner for Rookie of the Year in the National League. So they they're hanging around, and um, yeah, like you said, the Twins. And I think people thought that this year the Rays were, like, this was going to be, like, their year to actually compete. They're playing really well now. Usually fall off, but... They could be, yeah. They, they, there might be three teams in the uh, AL East that make the playoffs. They yeah, definitely. Could definitely. Be. That's one as well. So do you, have a, do you have a player, biggest surprise? Yeah, you can go first in that one. Um, I'm going to honestly say biggest surprise is Bellinger. I mean, like, he came... When or Josh he, Bell could... Yeah, when he came out in 2017, he was like, you know, took the league by storm, hit 39 homers and 97 RBIs. But last year, he kind of took a step back, played in every game, and he, I mean, he only hit 260 with, let's see, with 25 homers and 76 RBIs, so definitely not a bad season, but not what we saw in his first year, and this year, he's absolutely killing the ball, like we said, having a historic year early on. So he'd be my biggest surprise player. Yeah, he's been playing. He's been playing on his mind. Obviously, I'd probably say. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys. You could say uh, Tim Anderson. Too. Yeah, Tim. I was gonna say Tim Anderson. A Jorge Polanco has been three three forty for the Twins. Obviously, he's a uh, he's been a big big boost for them this year. Freddie Freeman's on tear right now uh, in Atlanta. He's usually doing that until he gets hurt. Yeah. It's, it's coming. It's probably coming. But. And uh, one other guy is Jose Iglesias. He's been over 300. Mm-hmm. He used to be absolutely horrible. Absolutely <laughs> when he was horrible on the, when he was on the Sox, yeah. When he was, yeah, we traded him because he was so bad. I think we office. got Jake Peavy for him. He has 17 RBIs, too. I had no idea where that came from, but he's, uh, yeah, he's been... Pretty good so far. Yeah, another big surprise. Hinjin Ryu for the Dodgers. Yeah, we haven't really been talking about right. pitchers. Six and one with a five or with a one five two, excuse me, yeah, right. In fifty nine innings, so he's out pitching Kershaw out there. And Kershaw's getting paid like a billion dollars. Yeah. So So yeah, those are our early surprises. We'll check back in every time we do one of these episodes. See who's who's fallen, who's rising, stuff like that. So that's our broad MLB look at it. Or, and then we're going to look at the Red Sox as a whole now. So the question is, what do you make of the Red Sox inconsistent start? Because early on, they were pretty close to horrible. And then they actually they like really got hot, got over 500. And then they took a little bit of a step back. And now took three out of four of the, from the Blue Jays, which is you should. Um, beat the Astros one game. And then now 
they look to be hitting the ball a lot better. So what do you make of the inconsistent start for the Red Sox? Yeah, the offense at the start of the year was obviously it was pretty bad. Excuse me. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, pretty bad offense. Pitching was obviously bad. They had a bad record. Obviously, you can't win if you have bad pitching and bad hitting. The hitting's been the hitting's been insane lately. I think there's a stat they scored what thirty over thirty runs in three games which against is, the Mariners. Yeah, which is crazy. Who the beat Mariners up on are, us? Who beat up yeah, us on us? In they're the first a great series. team. That just shows. That just shows that uh, that we're playing a lot better. The pitching's getting better too, but it's still a little shaky. Erod let up. Six or seven runs to one of the worst teams in the MLB. The Blue Jays are horrible. And sales starting to come around. Though. Sales, That's yeah, good. sales That's definitely what you want to see. Ten plus strikeouts in I think oh, what three straight games maybe. Struck out seventeen against the Rockies 17. and still managed to lose the game. Uh yeah, but the offense, Mookie Betts hit a uh, what a game game winning home run last night. Not a walk off because they were in uh, they were in Toronto, but yeah, game winner last night. Chavis has been huge yeah, too. Yeah, Chavis is. He's been playing great. Pedroia's, uh, Pedroia's not playing at all. Yeah, Old, I don't, I don't know. Hurt. Pedroia's what's hurt. I don't know what's happening there. Porcello hasn't been great. Price is back. He pitched good against the Blue Yeah, Bears. he's probably been the most consistent when he wasn't. He was injured for like a few weeks, but after that, he's. But yeah, I've been watching a lot of Red Sox games lately. Because after the after the uh, Celtics lost. Burns have had, like, a month yeah, off. Yeah, a month off. Devers is hitting him. He's been hitting great all year. He's another... Surprise. Yeah, that's what everyone was saying before. This, like, might be Devers' breakout season. Yeah, and it it's turned like out... It. Yeah, it turned out to be so Betts, far. And when I watch Betts and Bogart say they would just look like themselves again, they really do. Jamie's yeah. been there all year. Betts. Bogart's is quietly, like, the most consistent yeah, hitter he's, on the team. He, he hits balls up the middle like it's nothing. Like and JD's gonna hit every time he gets up pretty yeah, much. JD's great. Benintendi's been a little... He's been shaky, but he's fine. <laughs> JBJ, uh, JBJ isn't great, but <laughs> I mean, he he had a pretty pretty good series against the Blue Jays, but he won us I a mean, game basically with his catch, so that's fine. He's yeah, we gotta figure out what he's doing at the plate, but I mean, well, another surprise. Moreland is not a great record, a great uh, average, but he has thirteen home runs. I have no idea where that came from, but the old Texas boys. Uh, He's hitting some dingus this year. Yeah, he actually is hitting the ball pretty. And since Chavis came up, I think he has the most home runs in the league. Which yeah, Chavis is unreal, and you'd probably be hearing a lot more about him if it wasn't for Vlad Jr. and Blue Jays, because he's getting all every time he hits the ball, it's pretty much hearing about him. Yeah, but yeah, Chavis is playing great, which is obviously good to see. Yeah, they'll come around though. I think if they don't win the division, they're gonna make the playoffs. They'll have ninety, ninety-five wins and. Yeah, they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna get in. I heard something yesterday which I, I didn't think of. Every team's gonna win sixty. Every team's gonna lose sixty. So it just it's what we do with the rest that really matters. So they're starting to kick in the gear, and hopefully they can uh, string some wins together and either get the lead in the division or definitely solidify their spot as a as a wild card team. Yeah, the one concern I've had with the Red Sox for as long as I can remember is their bullpen is not very good. And actually, the bullpen at the start of the year was the only. Uh, yeah, at the beginning the of the year, but it's like year. if you're gonna win in October, you need like a reliable closer, and I don't think we have one. Yeah, like last night against the Blue Jays, we had the lead in the ninth, we blew it. Betts hit the homer in the twelfth, we blew that lead, and then Chavis finally won in the thirteenth. But they need to figure out. Oh, so I guess I was wrong. It was yeah. I think I just assumed that they were gonna win. <laughs> no, Betts hit the homer, then the they blew the lead, <laughs> oh, so and then Chavis. Chavis won the game. Oh okay. 
but they need to figure out. Um, I, I like I've been dying for Craig Kimbrell back, but I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. But and they don't have a single. I don't even think he's that reliable. They do he not is, have but... a single left-handed relief pitcher. That's not good. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> not good. I mean, maybe when uh, when Evaldi comes back, they can push someone somewhere and. But even like, they, who they, else they, do we even have? Even if they get another starter, you can just push someone. Even if they say they get Garrett Cole, because oh, not Garrett Cole, uh, Dallas Keuchel, right? Yeah. The guy that's on the guy from Houston that's on the free agents right now. If you get him, you can push someone back and get a lefty in there. But they need they need another pitcher somewhere. It doesn't really matter where it is, but they need another one definitely. Preferably a left-handed reliever. That's that's yeah. that's what I've been asking for for about ever. I don't know if we even had one last year. I know we had like Brian Johnson. If we but did. He's know. not good. <laughs> yeah, Brian I don't. Yeah, and he's been injured all year anyway. So it's like you de- you definitely need a left-handed reliever to get lefties out because there's some there's some really good ones out there, left-handed hitters. So that's our take on the Red Sox. We think they're gonna you know start heating up once. The weather gets warmer, and we'll be all right once we get there. So our next segment is called Take It to the Bank, where we talk about our like daily sports picks and stuff like that. But since there's not much going on right now, and we're not 100% sure like when this is going to get out there, we're not going to give you our baseball picks for today or whatever. And you already know our picks on the NBA Finals and stuff like that. So we're going to do... Over under win totals for the NFL this year. It'll be interesting to see what we think now on May. Let's just, let's just do it for every team, quick. All right. Every team. On May twenty third, we'll do it now, and hopefully, before the NFL season, we'll look back at what we said here, make adjustments, and then give our final over under for win totals. And then every week we'll try to get the lines out for like the week and stuff like that. So we're gonna start. We looked up the um, over-unders for wins. So we're going to start at the top and go all the way down to the bottom. New England Patriots, are project, or their win over-under win total is right at 11. It's defending Super Bowl champs, they had 11 wins last year. It's not a 10.5 or 11.5. It's right at 11. So you're a big Patriots fan. I'm guessing you're going to go over. No, well... All right, this isn't biased. Patriots are the best team in the league, and they have been for, what, 16, 17, 18 years? It's 11. They're not going to win 10 games. They're going to win 11 games. It's guaranteed. I don't remember. Do you have their schedule or no? I don't need their schedule. They're going to they play in the AFC. It's the worst division in the league. They're going to. Dude, Josh Rosen's the man down there. They're going to win all those games. 11, 11 games they could win. That's a push. So you don't lose money. You don't win money. If they win 12, you win money. It's. I would bet on that every day. I'm going to bet on that after this podcast, actually. 11 games, easy. All right, so we'll quickly go through. And it shows and it shows the over is minus 150, the under is plus 130, so I don't know why they do that. but It's a solid bet to say over, but, I mean, what they had, they had 11 last year. I mean, I don't know. They, they face the Steelers on opening night at home. They'll probably win. win. Face the Dolphins in Miami. Win. I mean, you never win. know. No, right. Jets, Jets, you never know. They face the Jets at home week three at the Bills. Win. The Bills are improving. I'm not saying they're going to win, but the Bills are going to be good coming soon. Bills suck. They had a good draft. I'm saying they're going to be all right. Not this year. They face the Redskins. I'm letting you know they might not win that game. The Redskins are Redskins dangerous. are that's an under. We'll get there, but that's another word. All right. Uh, at the Giants, or no, face the Giants at home. The Giants might be the worst oh, team in football. They might be the worst team in the league. 
That division's horrible now, too. Yeah. It's not great. At the Jets, home against the Browns. Um, at the Ravens, that's a tough game. Ravens defense, that was pretty good. I don't Lamar know. Lamar Jackson sucks. Yeah, he probably... He, all right. All right, this, this schedule's easy. I relax, relax. relax. Uh, at the Eagles, who we don't tough. know. Home against the Cowboys. That could be... No, that's easy. At the Texans. Uh, that's not an easy game. No. Home against the Chiefs. At the Bengals, home against the Bills, and end it home against the Dolphins. Yeah, that's pretty easy, honestly. No, yeah. I don't know. Probably right at 11. I'd put them right at 11 once. I would go 11 and a half if I was odds makers, but because I think that's that's a little too low. 11's too low because you can push that easily, so you won't lose money. All right, so you're saying over 11? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll say over 11 as well. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, 10 and a half. That's low. I thought they were the up and coming team. Who they lose? They lost. Well, they don't have Kareem Hunt. They lost Hunt. What's Tyree we don't Hill know what Tyreek Hill is doing. Probably they lost some guys on defense, right? Didn't they trade? Who they trade? Barry's they gone. They, they lost D Ford. They trade, yeah. I think Houston. Houston's gone too. Over on there, ten and a half. The Chiefs are. I. They're gonna. Wait, what did you do for the Patriots? Did you say over? I said over okay. for the Patriots. Kansas City. I'll go over. I'll give them 11. Oh, I don't know. No, I think they're going to win over 10 minutes. I'll give them 11. I'll say over. I'll say right. over. We'll go. Okay. So we're both saying over for the Chiefs. Pretty generous here. We're both over on the first uh, two picks. These, guys, these people are good at making odds. Jeez. That's their job. Yeah. LA Rams, 10 and a half. That's another tough one. Who would they lose? The they lost Sue, Sue but lost that doesn't Sue. really matter. He's on, well, he's on Tampa Bay now. We could have talked about that. We'll get to Tampa Bay. McCoy's out of there. Uh, under. Under no, 10. Over. 10 over. It I doesn't think. seem like a lot, though, when you're still looking at 10, 10 wins. 10 and 6. What's the schedule? Look up the schedule. All right. They added Clay Matthews. I don't know how big that is. I didn't even know that. They did add Clay Matthews. There's so many moves in the NFL. It's hard to keep up. Yeah, it uh, yeah, it definitely is. Like you wouldn't even, like I bet you didn't know Justin Houston's out the Colts now. I kind of knew that. You know, heard of it. All right, so we'll. St- I mean, they had thirteen wins last year, so are they gonna drop three wins from last year because Sue's gone. And- no, I'm trying to think. Like they still have Woods, they still have Gurley, they still have Cooks, they still have Goff. I don't know how good their line is. If I'm being completely honest, but I'm gonna go over. They, all right, and they yeah. face Panthers, Saints. Saints one will be big because of the whole Panthers non-call. Panthers not easy either. Panthers, Saints, Browns, the first three. Those are not easy games. At Cleveland, in a primetime game, just saying. So I think the Browns might win that. It's going to be a fun game to watch. But Buccaneers, who kind of stink. Yeah. The Seahawks, never an easy game in Seattle. 49ers, who would probably be really good. A couple of their guys are getting hurt. Though. Jimmy Ward, he's out until the start of the season, I think. Falcons are no easy team. I don't. I honestly could not tell you what the Bengals are up to. Yeah, <laughs> they might be the worst team in the league. That, they that they might. For the worst, worst team in the league. At Steelers, home against the Bears, Ravens, Cardinals, Seahawks again, Cowboys, 49ers, Cardinals. So they play. They Their division's out, good. The out of the division games, too, are tough. Because even Kyler Murray's like, ooh, I don't know how good they're going to be. I hate the halves. I wish everything was even. God, that's tough. I'm going to say the Rams take a step back this year. I'm going to say under. Right. I'll go with over because I like the uh, plus 100. I like the even odds. Yeah. All right. New Orleans, 10.5. Those three teams locked in at 10.5 wins. I, I'd say um, Saints, 10.5. They were 13-3 and three last year. So, the, 
Over and under minus 110. I got, I think they're going to go over. I'll say over. I'm a big Saints guy. I like I like the Saints. They're good, yeah. Their offense they're is good. really good. Breeze could win MVP every year because he's got for over five. Did he win this year? No, yeah. Mahomes won. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, Mahomes. But, yeah, Breeze is really good. Michael Thomas is a top five receiver. Kamara, they lost Ingram, though. Kamara is a top, probably a top five all-purpose running back. I mean, they're, they're, I think they got Jared Cook, too. Yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah, they got Jared Cook. So their offense is, I mean, their offense is always going to be really good. We'll say, I, I go over. Oh, yeah, I say over, too. Chicago Bears, nine and a half. You have a nine and a half? That's what they're at. Nine and a half. It's nine on Action Network. What are you looking at? The lines. Dot com. I'm gonna say it. we're gonna use these because we've been using them so far. Uh, nine, nine, nine and a half. They won. They went twelve and four last year. Bears. Bears are really good. I think over. I heard Colin Cowherd saying that they're gonna take a huge step back, but I don't. I don't agree. I think the Bears are really. Nine, good. If it's nine and a half, I'll say over. Yeah, ten wins. All right, Cleveland Browns nine and a half. This is like probably what everyone's gonna be talking about. Under. Under. I think they're gonna win their division. Under. They could win their division with nine wins. Yeah, but you don't see that if very that's often. That's going to be a nine. If they get over, it's going to be ten. They're not getting eleven. They're favored in that division. They yeah, have... they should be. They're the best team there. Nah, I got over for the Browns. I said under. You can't it's bring nine, in Odell nine, Beckham. Nine and a half. Nine, oh, you have nine and a half. It's nine. You can't bring in Odell Beckham, Kareem Hunt, if he's whatever. If nine games, yeah, I say, I say under. All right. Colts, nine and a half. They went ten and six last year, made it as a wild card, and beat the Texans in the first round. They almost beat the Chiefs too. Colts are good. Um, what did they really? I'll say add? They traded the Redskins their first round pick. Got I'll Mont- say under. I like the value of even odds. Colts though, if luck stays, it's all luck. If luck stays healthy, over. If he gets injured under, that's pretty yeah, much how it goes. Over, yeah. Chargers nine and a half. I say over. I think the Chargers are very, very close to like winning the whole thing. The Patriots gonna win again. I say over. That's not the point though. I'm saying the I say, Chargers. I say over. All right, over. Eagles nine and a half. All right, Eagles are nine and a half, and Dallas is nine. That's how how they think it's gonna go. That's Eagles. Gonna same, that's gonna be another divisions nine. Eagles nine went nine and seven last year. Cowboys went ten and six. So we'll do those at the same time. I, Cowboys won the division last year. Yeah. Wow. The Redskins had it, man, until they all got injured. The Redskins stink. Uh, I say so. Nine and a half for Eagles. Nine and a half. Eagles. Dallas nine. Eagles under. Dallas over. I'm gonna say. I say Dallas is definitely gonna push that. Yeah, I think Eagles under Dallas pushes. That's my guess. That's gonna be a nine-seven division. It definitely Same could thing be. Same thing as AFC. Uh, yeah. AFC North. Green Bay and Pittsburgh Steelers both at nine. Green Bay, Pittsburgh Steelers. Green Pittsburgh Bay. Pittsburgh Green Bay under. went six nine and one last year, and Pittsburgh went nine six and one. Green, you said nine. Green Bay is gonna push that or go over. I said Pittsburgh under. Yeah. I don't think Pittsburgh Green Bay Pittsburgh. over. Pittsburgh under. Yeah, I like Steelers. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be good this year. Nah, I don't think maybe they will. Maybe eight, maybe eight, 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 and eight. I don't know, seven and nine. Big step back, absolutely. After losing their two best players. Max nine wins, you'll push, but. All right, we got one, two, three, four. We got five teams at it. Eight and a half wins. So first, Atlanta Falcons. They were seven and nine last year. Under. 
I heard someone say that the Falcons are going to the Super Bowl this year. I forget who, but someone Eight said. Wins. They could make it in that division. They probably could. Mm. Right? As a wild card, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Eight and a half's tough. I'll probably, I'll, I'll say under. under. I'll, I'll go, I'll, yeah, I'll go under. Ravens, eight and a half. Over. Nine wins. I say under. I don't, I don't think they're going to be that good. Houston. Wait, no, no. The Browns, the Browns and Ravens going to be 10, 6, 9, 7, 1. Maybe 8 and 8. I say over for the Ravens, yeah. Okay, Houston, eight and a half. I think way over. I think that's really low. Houston? Yeah. They well, went 11. Over is plus 120. The under is minus 120. They went 11-5 last year. Who'd they lose? Oh, Tyron Matthews gone. He's on the Chiefs now. Demarius Thomas. I don't know. If he, he stinks. Yeah, but, oh, who's he on now? Uh, Patriots. Uh, he's not yeah. good, dude. He's out of his prime for sure. 1,000 yards. I doubt it. <laughs> the Texans? I'm going to say over for the Texans. Yeah, I'll go over. I like the value there. Minnesota, eight and a half. Minnesota eight and a half. It's even. It's even for the over. I don't. Kirk Cousins is still there. Yeah. Under. He sucks. <laughs> he's that's a tough division. I'll say under. But he's he's. Alvin Cook's good. He's good. Thielen and Diggs Kirk are really Cousins good. Is Rudolph is good. Their defense is always pretty good. They'll be around eight. Seattle eight and a half. You can't, I don't know. Russell Wilson's all over. That's tough. Wilson, uh, they went 10 and 6 last so year. They're always figuring out how to go at least so not they play San Fran twice. They play the Rams twice, the Rams twice Cardinals, twice. Cardinals twice. I'll go under because yeah. all those teams could be good. Yeah, I think under. Yeah, Jacksonville under. and Tennessee both at 8. I think Jacksonville over, Tennessee under. Jacksonville over? They got fulls, man. He's a good quarterback, and their defense is always under. like. Dude, Jacksonville Jaguars is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They almost oh, made it to the Super Bowl two years ago. Who they play? Did they lose? All right, that's not the point. Jack- I'm just saying. No, they're, they're the Jaguars. It has to be on there. Right. Tennessee's under for they're sure. I don't know how Tennessee's always hanging around. Tennessee, where are they on here? Jets seven and a half under. <laughs> oh, ten. oh, really? Yeah, I don't even know how that's. Tennessee, eight. Yeah, you're falling behind. Dude. Eight it's eight. It's either a push or under. Yeah, they're the they're definition. The they're the definition of an eight and eight team. The Jets seven and a half. I'd say under. I don't even know how that's a thing. The Jets suck under. San Francisco Forty Nine ers also right after this game. Forty Nine ers seven and a half. Four four and twelve last year. Jimmy G is he bad? Is he good now? I think. Torn ACL right. And they got D Ford. They got Kawan Alexander. I think over. It's four. Wait. Seven and a half. Eight. They were four. Oh, and they had four ones last year. I think over. I'll go over, but it's going to be a push because they're not going to win. No. I'll go over. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll Carolina, go. seven. Uh, They were seven and nine last it's year. Seven on yours? They can, they're all over the place. I don't know. I say uh, under. Okay, I'm doing maybe Christian McCaffrey looks like a beast. Over yeah, there. I guess that's true. Over. I guess I'll change it. It's seven on yours? Yeah. Buffalo, six and a half. I'm push it. Push it works. Buffalo, seven and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. Under they sucked. I don't know. I think mm, that's tough. They were six and ten last year. They definitely got better. I don't know who they're playing specifically. Over is minus one sixty. Under is plus one forty. The value is with the under. All right, I guess. Yeah, they well, sucked. Is McCoy still there? He is right. They drafted a running back. I think Singletary. That guy's gonna be good. I'm telling you. 
Yeah, I'm going to say over for the Bills. I like the Bills this year. Seven, at least seven wins. Denver, six and a half. Hmm. Who's their quarterback now? Uh, Either Locke or Flacco. Yeah, Locke or Flacco. He's not, uh, not, what's his, not mentoring him, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Denver, I'm going to say under. I think they got a lot of. What is it, six and a half? Yeah, I think they got a lot of rebuilding to do. Under. Tampa, six Tampa Bay, six and a half. Under, Tampa Bay sucks. Lost, Why is it six and a half? They lost McCoy, got Sue. I, uh, yeah, probably under. They're not good. They're horrible. Washington Redskins, six and a half wins. Under. They stink. Yeah, you're just saying that. No, I'm... They, oh, I can go. They're going to go over, I think. If they I'll stay healthy... I'll say over. They won seven last I year. I like the value, and they play the Giants twice. Yeah, I'll, I'll say over. and they can win against the Who's Eagles and the Cowboys. Ruben Foster. Oh, he's good. He is good. There's... Seven and nine last year. If they stay healthy, I know they can win more than that. We'll see. I'd say probably I'd say, another seven and nine. It's gonna be a nine, seven, seven and nine kind of division. I say the, over, over. Giants win like two games. I'll say over too. I like the value. All right, two get two people at six. Detroit and Oakland both at six wins. Detroit, I don't know. Oakland could Detroit definitely Oakland. surprise a couple people. I think Oakland's over. I'll say Oakland over. Yeah, I'll say that. Detroit, um. Six and a half. They're the worst team in that division, though. That's a thing. So I think they're gonna go on. Packers, Bears, and Vikings. Packers, Bears, Vikings. Uh... Oh, I say. Stop. I can't go. I'm going against my boy here. I'll go under. Who's your boy? The coach. Oh, Matt Patricia. Yeah, right, whatever. Patricia's the goat. New York Giants, five and a half. Under. Under. Four wins. Arizona Cardinals, five. And Cincinnati Bengals, five. Cardinals. I say Cardinals win six. Cincinnati under. Cincinnati's the worst team in the league. And then Miami, last team. They're seven nine last year, four and a half wins. (laughs) They're a good coach. Who is it? Oh, an old Pats guy. Linebacker coach, I think. Four and a half? Yeah. They play the Patriots twice, right? Play the Patriots twice. One of them is in Miami, though? Yeah. Uh, The Bills twice. And the Jets twice. Oh. They also Those face. The they also so play the Redskins. I'll go saying. under because the division's getting better. I'll go under. I think under. Too. I don't think they'll be the worst in the league, though. I think. I legitimately think the Bengals could win a game or two. No, I I think the Miami's under four and a half. So today, that wraps up all the over unders. You got any more news? You got any more notes on the NFL? Definitely no. seems like the. Or, well, I suggest you bet a future on the Patriots to win it all. The, Maybe, no, actually, I saw something yesterday the other day. You should wait until the uh, you should shouldn't bet those until the playoffs start because it all changes. Or if you think a team, if you think a team that won't get a buy is gonna win it all, wait because if you don't have a buy, your odds drop so dramatically. Yeah. So bet the Patriots now, but if you think the Eagles are gonna win or the Browns are gonna win the Super Bowl, I would bet that. Uh, Bet that would play a start if they make it. Yeah, I bet the Browns are probably a pretty popular pick right now. But it's definitely, we kind of went on, we talked about that for a while. It's it definitely easy to get to talk about football for a long time. But, um, so the NBA, we talked about, we think it'll be, or you think it'll be Bucks Warriors, I think it'll be Raptors Warriors. Warriors and five. Warriors, are, yeah. Maybe six. If they're going to win it all. Celtics, we think, move on from Kyrie, figure it out somewhere else. 
afraid for someone good. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe Davis, but I don't think he'll stay without Kyrie here. Um, so they need to figure it out. NHL playoffs, we think the Bruins are going to win. MLB, we gave you our biggest surprises and the most impressive start, and we told you what the Red Sox need to do. And then we hit our segment, take it to the bank. So our last thing we're going to do for every episode is we're going to do on this date in sports history. So on May 23rd, 1962, the NBA agreed to transfer the Philadelphia Warriors to San Francisco, California, where they were briefly called the San Francisco Warriors and now the Golden State Warriors. I thought it was fitting as they're heading to their fifth straight NBA Finals appearance and like the majority of America thinks they're going to win it all. So, you got anything else? Any any last notes you want to add in on any sport? Anything we talked about? Uh, no, I think that's good. Hopefully the Bruins can pull it out and get three for the uh, state of Massachusetts and Boston for the... Uh, what, all of New England, three for really. Four, yeah. Three, yeah, all of New England. Three for four and uh, major sports teams for championships. It's been five months, so I'm getting a little uh, tired over here. I want another championship, but hopefully the Bruins can pull it off in five or six, or hopefully six, like I predicted, but... Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, and we gave you all of our over-under predictions. I'm sure they'll change. Probably write them down. I'm sure they'll change by the time we get to preseason and stuff like that. So that's all we have for you today. Thanks for joining us on the Double Play Podcast. We'll see you next time.